Hello everyone, welcome to Episoda Podcast. We want to show you what kind of companies we have in the UAE region, inspire you with the great business stories and introduce you to the cutting-edge technology. A little disclaimer, today's episode is an extract from the video interview, so for the best experience and better context, you can watch the full episode on our YouTube channel. And now, let's jump to the episode. Work should not be chained to an office. Okay, not attached. Yeah, not attached. Yeah, so then this whole concept of hybrid work came out. Welcome to another episode. Today I will start with a bold statement. Idea of working full-time in the office is dead. Last year, 45% of people in US work remotely. According to Bloomberg, 40% of people would consider to quit their job if remote option would be not available. Idea to work without leaving your home while you're still in your pajamas, avoid traveling and traffic sounds really good. But there is a little problem. Some of us feel isolated, distracted at home. So we're missing socialized element. So we started to silk around coffee shops, uh, hotel venues and lounges and looking for social friendly spaces. And this is why we are here today. Let's work Dubai startup decided to take this idea to the next level, be connecting users with the working locations. I will meet Omar, one of the co-founders of Let's Work, and we will talk about their business and what future of remote work will look like. I spent some time in UK in WeWork facilities. The first thing what I remember the cups, for me it was felt so good every morning you come and you take the cup, yeah. coffee is free, Milk is free, everything is free, so it impacted me a it's lot. It's such a it. cool space as well. Like the, the way they do it, they really um, they calculate per square foot how much it costs. So the way they do it is they come to you as a landlord and they say, we'll give you this returns if yeah. you lease it out for 10 years to us. Okay, yeah. So it's a bit of a complicated model, um, but hey, it worked. I, I, think, I think they did well. Some ups and downs, obviously. Yeah, we heard in the past, yeah. Yeah, so we thought of the whole co-working space thing, but then we looked at all the numbers, we did all the like projections, and we said, look, it's like, very risky for a place like Dubai as well, right? Very transient. And we really wanted something scalable without that massive like risk or a massive like burden on your shoulder of convincing we need this much money. We need Instead, for us, it's let's build the tech, let's build the team, um, and just scale it. To launch a space here, it needs um, us to list them on the app, Daria or someone from the team to actually speak to the manager and just tell them, okay, look. onboarding, yeah. Yeah, and even it's coming uh, inbound. So they're coming to us now and saying, hey, we want to list uh, our space. Uh, maybe Thomas comes in, does a couple of photos, and you'll see people coming the same day as well, which I love the most now. Yeah. When we launch a space, you can already see like 30 people come. You get a notification on newsletters. Yeah, just one yeah. notification. Everyone's excited. Oh, what's this new space? I, w- I was reading about that you are, it was the beginning part of a MART program. Yeah. Can you tell us, like, tell me more a little bit? Yeah, so I, um, I used to study in Northeastern University in Boston. So I did electrical and computer engineering. When I was graduating, someone told me about this program part of MR. Um, and before, to me, Amar, growing up here, my school was in an Amar community. Uh, it was like a like Arabian ranches, so like just a few things. I didn't even know what the Amar was. 
until I did my first interview with them and I really found out, you know, it's a huge, huge company. They have everything. And this was in the five years that I was in Boston. Once your first time uh, interacted with them, which year it was? This was 2017. Um, and so when I did the interview, I kind of understood what they wanted to do. And to me, it was so interesting. We were brought in for two, two reasons. Um, and this is me and Hamza and a, a bunch of other people. Co-founder, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah my co-founder, Hamza. Uh, and uh, we were brought in to essentially look at um, you know different components of MR, and MR is not just property, right? It's uh, real estate, hospitality, entertainment, um, commercial leasing, and even there's an element of tech involved with MR. Yeah. Um, and so when I heard about that, they said, okay, we want you to basically come in and be an entrepreneur in residence and, and work in different things. So luckily for Hamza and I, like I got to work with Dubai Mall. Uh, I got to work with Nemshi as well. To us, just to be part of like different uh, sectors and just move around in this huge like company, yeah, uh, was amazing. You know that experience will always stay with with us. Um, and part of it was they wanted us to launch a new company and a new startup under Amar. Um, okay. So like an incubator. So uh, let's work came out of Amar in, in terms of you know there's real estate, there's hospitality. And now this whole co- commercial leasing of, of co-working, you know, WeWork was kind of the thing. And they said, uh, yeah, we want to look into the space. Uh, me and Hamza kind of went back to them and said, let's not build anymore. Let's utilize what we have. And the initial first step was the uh, Rove Hotels. So Rove Hotels were, you know, a beautiful space. Um, they, they grew massively now in the last couple of years. Uh, and we worked so close with them. So that's when the idea came about. We said, okay, great, there's like, 20 people sitting working here so we went up and convinced them pay for a membership and then that will be your co-working this will be your office for the day and you know what there's four other roves so you can still use this membership in the other roves okay. um, so that's how we started and we started <laughs> with just whatsapp to be honest it was just a whatsapp card we'd make a like a photoshop card yeah they'd pay at the hotel and then I would send them a WhatsApp card and Hamza would deal with the marketing and uh, you know making sure everyone has like their emails it was very manual um, but it was enough for us to say like, okay, this thing, it's like an MVP. Yeah. People are paying for this. Let's actually build something around it. Um, and one of the members actually was a software developer. Uh, and he liked the idea so much that he said, let me help you build it. He's like, just put my name there uh, as kind of like a marketing for me. So that was a product we built for a whole year, which was just an iPad that we kept at each location. We were just under 2,000 members. Um, Still, sounds a lot, 2,000 numbers. Just me and Hamza. So the landline that they would call was just me or Hamza. So you'd call for customer service, it would be me or Hamza Answer answering is. the phone. We'd have so many different issues where the restaurant, the iPad wasn't working or God knows the customer's membership wasn't loading. And now it's easier because we have an app and we have a chat service. But before it was everything on WhatsApp, on, on the calls. But it was, again, enough for us to get enough money and get enough validate. traction yeah and validate it to say okay this thing's actually real people do want this service let's um, let's build something let's build an app uh, let's grow the team and uh, this thing has legs so that's kind of how we started everything so that's our story okay. was the story how did you met with Hamza I met him at the Umar program that program yeah yeah so we met there he was uh, legal uh, he's a he was a, he's a certified lawyer, so he worked at Clifford Chance, and we we put it together. We're like, okay, wait, this we can actually make a decent amount of money, and this is something new that hasn't been tapped into, uh, especially in the Middle East. We're kind of 
opposites, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, so I'm very tech kind of focused. Um, I've always been obsessed with tech. Hamza is very, you know, he's, he's, he has a very keen eye to detail and um, very energetic. So most times if we have to pitch to someone, he's the one who has to do it. If we need to uh, any kind of branding or marketing, he knows exactly like where the brand should go and uh, and I think it works that way. Yeah, you know, I'll build it. He can he puts the vision together and it, it works that way. He so he's C- CEO and I'm CTO. I think I was reading that in 2020 Q1, you guys grow the most. Any lesson what you did right? In 2020, I think we that's when we first reached uh, product market fit. Um, and what I mean by that is obviously we're not like a crazy company. We're still a startup. But what product market fit is to me is when you don't really need to do much for people to buy uh, your membership or book a space. Um, it's just automated. You mean no active sales? No but, active yeah. sales. And we, we just started with active sales as well, just to give you a, like an idea of where we are. Um, and that was in January. So everything was just picking up. Uh, our website visits like tripled. Um, it was crazy. We, were, we, we thought, you know, this is it. Yeah. This is really, everything's picking up. With us taking a backseat, so we're like, okay, this is great. Um, obviously, operations is a bit, gets more hectic as more people join. You're scaling, yeah. Exactly. Um, but um, then February, there was news about this thing called COVID. So we're like, okay, what's happening with the world? And that's when it even picked up even more. Because uh, people were closing down their offices. Nothing was announced publicly, but you could see companies joining us. We could see their emails changing from just Gmail to like at company.com. Okay, and then they're part of your members. Exactly, yeah. they were becoming members with us. So these were people that knew about us but never signed up because they were corporates that used uh, their office. But now what happened is their office is closed for the week. Okay, great. Let me. I can now use Let's Work. I can now work remotely and not have to come to the office anymore. We, we really imagined like if this lockdown was to continue forever, yeah. how do we survive as a business? Um, what we did was we called the Rove, which was like our first like strongest partner, the Rove Hotels, because they were in the same kind of situation. Uh, I mean, the whole world was in the same situation. Yeah. And we said, uh, guys, can we convert one of your rooms into a private office? They're like, yeah, of course. So we built something on the app. At the same time, they converted their rooms into uh, offices remove the bed, put a desk in. And we were working in terms of the tech, the marketing, how do we push this out to customers? Um, And within a week, we had a press release go out that's saying, you can actually book a private office um, for, I think it was 120 dirham back then. And it went massive. Everyone wanted to book these spaces. Um, Then they can go in, use the space as their office, and then just leave. We did a whole like sanitizing campaign. We made sure there's a QR code for them to actually order their coffee to the room as well. Um, the Rove Hotel kind of were so happy with this and we were so excited. And you know, the craziest thing, till today, it's one of like the most popular things. People are still booking this private office for them. Interesting. Uh, they don't want to book an office office, but let me take a hotel room for the day. Um, yeah. It's so popular. Still, like, we started launching with other hotels as well just because the demand was a lot. During the COVID, you, you innovate, I would say. Yeah. And made the decision that let's try to utilize hotel room that is not used. Yeah people who would like to have private space, not at home. Mm. Yeah. So I guess there's, there's uh, two tips you could say. So from the story of how we started, um, you know, validate it quick. I, I've seen a lot of people 
spend a lot of time and money planning and building something, which and unfortunately no one ends up using. There's so many tools out there for you to actually validate a concept. Yeah. Um, to give you an example, someone was working for four months to build a dashboard for their product, uh, which could have been done within an hour or two with tools like Typeform and Zapier, um, yeah. just to just to get start getting and some revenue. Yeah. So that's one tip for anyone who's trying to start. Um, the second would be, like we did with the Rove Hotel Rooms, is be agile. The, you're the, the reason you're a startup is you're not chained to something. You can quickly pivot to what you need to, to what, what your customers actually need. And uh, COVID taught us one thing, you know, like nothing's for sure. Everything changes uh, month on month. So just be sure that you're aware and you have that kind of agility. I found one statement. This is like a more personal approach uh, statement. Being one of the Emirati-founded tech startups to expand globally as, is a major milestone. So how do you feel about that? And, and, and do you feel proud as Emirati entrepreneurship now even expanding you know, overseas as a founder? Yeah, I mean, um, when we first started Let's Work, every time me and Hamza would visit another uh, city or country just for holiday, Uh, we'd always send each other pictures of spaces. We're like, oh, this would be cool on Let's Work. Okay. London, Lisbon, wherever. Like, we can actually take this to other cities. You know, let's perfect the model. Let's start scaling it like a cookie-cutter approach. And for me to be an Emirati tech founder, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud. But I think there's still so much we should do. Uh, I think the UAE did a great job in, you know, promoting entrepreneurship and promoting, um, you know, starting your own business. And specifically to the Emirati, uh, you know, Emirati yeah. population, they're here. We're, we're so we're such a little community that uh, we have the power to kind of come together and, and actually orchestrate what the next founders can, you know, utilize. A part of this is, you know, opening up doors for funding, opening up doors for mentorship, spaces, and, you know, yeah. spaces. And I think I think uh, having that role model is really important. Um, I, I mean, you can see what's happening in Saudi Arabia now. Once Kareem did their whole IPO, uh, Kareem did their acquisition from uh, Uber. Um, one of the founders is uh, Saudi. Um, and that just sprung all the different uh, Saudi startups that are coming up now. Like so inspiration. They said, there's one guy that did it. Let's follow in his steps. And Saudi's doing an incredible job. UAE is definitely doing an incredible job. And I think there's still a lot more uh, space for us to grow. Um, and I think... That is something I'm proud of, to be kind of one of the first in this space. Yeah. You know, all of us working together to have that one first success story exactly. to come out. I think that's really important. Okay. Uh, Government support, you know, like creating course, yeah. co-working spaces. Like you said, there is mentorship, uh, incubators, yeah. Government support's huge. Um, they're doing a lot. They just launched the first uh, Dubai Future Fund. Um, and I think that's that's already like a huge step. The country is... is perfectly situated to enable people to come up with startups, especially with being in such a like a central hub yeah. where you can go and expand. And that's kind of why Let's Work made sense in the UAE. We have a lot of companies that have gone global, obviously, uh, from the UAE. I mean, Emirates and Airmar and all these, you know, huge names. But what we're looking for is that startup um, that started from nothing to growing yeah, up. Two to, of you. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's really where it's going to tip and really push different people to um, different Emiratis to say, you know what, let me let me start something. The universities are doing a great job. 
Um, different co-working spaces are doing a great job. There's so many events. The youth hub is really, really yes. pushing people in that. Um, I spoke to a, a, a tech university that's completely online, and they're promoting coders to, to study coding and get certificates for coding based in Abu Dhabi. That's incredible. You know, yeah. we're pushing people to software, to tech, uh, which is great. So I think we're just at the beginning of it. I think there's so much that can happen. And I think we're on the right track for that. Okay, that's great. Like you said, your example. Trying to be an example. Yeah. Uh, Soon, I hope. Humble, yeah. <laughs> any challenges you faced? Obviously, you, you yeah. faced, but like anything is interesting and worth topic to discuss. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of challenges with any startup. It's, uh, the beginning is kind of the motivation. It's like, why, like, why am I doing this? Um, that's kind of the hardest thing. You know, I think, I think definitely finding something that you're passionate about uh, is important. Um, and that can come from speaking to your customers and hearing you know, their feedback is great, right? For me, the challenges are obviously all with tech. Tech always breaks. Um, but out of that comes like, some uh, like realization. So one, one time our app actually just shut down uh, for different reasons. And it was shut for about three, four hours. No one could check in. And it was in the middle of the day, which is kind of our peak. Busy, yeah. And we had so many customer calls. I had old customers that I had on WhatsApp, WhatsApping me like, hey, is everything okay? The app's down, I can't check in. Um, and that to me was like, oh my, like, people love using this, you know? There, there are people using this. And that's when you kind of like, okay, we're doing this for a reason. Okay, you realize it, to be honest, how yeah, many yeah. at that time, to be honest, facing that exactly, issue? Exactly, yeah, facing that issue, you're like, oh God, like this is, this is like, uh, it's real. Um, I have responsibilities now. Exactly. Make it work. Yeah. As a, as a founder, there's no time to actually switch off, which is horrible. But that's, that's one of the big challenges is your mind is always about like, okay, what can we do? Am I doing enough? Uh, what's next? Yeah. Is everyone doing what they need to be doing? Do I, do I need to guide anyone? So that's kind of one of the big, biggest challenges of, of starting a company as well. As a startup vision and as an industry itself of, of remote work of, yeah. of, of remote locations like this what do you think was, was the vision what's the vision for the company and for the industry itself essentially like we wanted to shape the future of work um, what I mean by that is it's the one kind of thing that wasn't really changed you know going to the office coming back from the office was always there what happened with uh, the gig economy and people being freelancers that's when it started changing and people started working from different countries, different cities, uh, working from different places. Me as a, uh, as a student, I hated going to the library. I'd always work from a coffee shop just because yeah. I like the environment. I like having people around me. And it's this weird kind of like having someone watching you kind of like, okay, I should be doing work, um, which was nice. The vision was reshape that but I think what happened with COVID was it educated everyone um, and not only individuals but companies too that work should not be chained to an office okay not attached yeah, not attached yeah so then this whole concept of hybrid work came out um, and let's work we're not saying you know don't get an office you can actually rent offices directly from our app what we're saying is don't chain yourself to one location you know let work comp like you know, work around your life. You don't have to go drive an hour commute to your office and an hour back. You know how much time you waste with that. You can work from home every now and then. Uh, but we want to be that third place. 
So not your home and not your office, but a third place that you can kind of always resort to. The vision with Let's Work was uh, let's become that work app. So now if you want to book a hotel, you go on booking.com. Want to book a car, you go to Uber. You want to book work, what's, what's an app for work? When you think about work, you can think about Let's Work. Exactly. What we want to do is here's, here's an app for your work life, right? Yeah. Um, workspace workspaces uh, even gamifying it right like you're you get different levels of how what how many spaces you've been to or stuff okay. like so there's a lot we can play around with it uh, and a vision is to go global with this um, so today obviously we launched in Portugal but that's just one step uh, we launched there to learn so Bahrain is uh, another market as well so we're testing the waters seeing you know like can we really replicate what we did in Dubai uh, in the UAE in Portugal as well uh, and I think we have a great team that's helping to do that. So definitely that go-to app for work is, is what we want to you know, reach. You think it will be just for the freelancers and remote workers or also corporates? I know definitely corporates. Uh, I think corporates is, is a huge thing because what they can do is actually reduce on their capex. So imagine a company, how much they pay for rent for seven floors. Yeah. Just have it as three floors, call it your HQ. I think there's a statistic that says about 96% of uh, hybrid working employees want to remain hybrid. They don't want to go back to the office permanently. Some people do, and that's completely fine. Yeah. But the majority love the fact that they can work from home two days a week, uh, and then maybe in the office three days a week, depending on the, uh, their company policy. Yeah. Give your employees the a pass where they can access all these spaces and there's always one close by so there's one close to your home yeah. close to your kids school close to your gym at night or close to wherever you want to go uh, for the night out um, not just a, a, like a benefit but um, part of their operations as well you know they can actually manage you know teams easier that way yeah teams maybe go to one location like exactly. you said like your team and we go to more more than one place per day if all of a sudden these guys say, oh, let's get some like ice cream or something, we'll, we'll shift to one of our other locations yeah, the and work there. are good with ice creams. Exactly, yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you It was really so nice to chat with you. Pleasure uh, speaking to you as well. I believe that uh, remote work uh, will stay here. And yeah, environment is changing. And I think it's just in general, well-being of employees is just a better to have this option come in different places, productivity to stay you know, focus on everything. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look at the space. Yeah. <laughs> it's Thanks great. a lot. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Also, check it out our Episode Up YouTube channel to get the best show experience. Be inspired, get ideas, learn from business mistakes, and discover the United Arab Emirates business community. Thank you so much and till the next episode.